Welcome to OOD Works, the podcast, a show about unique individuals and the services provided by Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities, the state agency that helps individuals with disabilities find a job and be more independent. Here's your host, Kim Jump. In this episode of OOD Works, I sit down with Chris Page, an adult from Dublin, Ohio, whose unfortunate experience during a traffic stop eventually brought attention to the need for individuals with communication disabilities to make law enforcement aware. In the second half of the episode, Diane Page, Chris's mother, shares what the experience was like from her perspective and how she worked to spur change. Diane is a prep job coach at Dublin City Schools, helping 18 to 22-year-olds with special needs work on life skills and connect with work experiences. So Chris, thank you for agreeing to sit down and talk with me today about your experience and how that led to the communication disability law. Thank you. Let our listeners get to know you a little bit. Are you originally from Columbus? Yes. And you went to school here? Yes. And what high school did you go to? I went to Olentangy Liberty. Did you go to Columbus State right after graduating? Or That's did correct, you? yes. Okay. And what did you study? It was a um, field with IT, information technology. Field. I'm in a different field. I, I'm in a call center right now. Okay. Great. And how long have you been there? For three, three and a half years. It'll be about four years in September. You have a five-year-old and a little, well, maybe not newborn. How many? Four months? Yes. Awesome. Just as cute as can be. <laughs> and happily married. Yes. And doing pretty well. Yep. That's wonderful. Take us back in time, if you would. Tell us you were coming home late Easter 2016. That's correct. You were in your vehicle. I, did, I, came, I was coming home from my dad's having dinner. I was over past the Town Course and Boulevard exit at that time. And a uh, cop in the left side median over past the bridge. That's when I saw lights coming behind me. I had to pull over. And what were your initial thoughts? Seeing scared. those I lights. Scared. And, I was yeah. like nervous. I thought something bad was going to happen. Yeah. Was that your first time ever being pulled over? A couple of times I got pulled over, but that was really extreme when, when I they pulled me. So they pull you over and one officer, two officers? It was two officers, yes. Okay. So what happened? They asked me if I was drinking that night and I tell them I just I just had a Pepsi, no alcohol. They thought I was on something because I was speaking to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you weren't speaking to them and you weren't making eye contact and so they thought something was up. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so they didn't believe you about drinking soda. No. So then what happened? Then they want to do a sub. Then they had me get out of the car and had me do a sobriety test, Mm -hmm. which I couldn't do very good because I couldn't communicate well with the feet. With the finger with the eye, like with the finger going. Yeah, to follow along. Yeah. yeah. And that's when they told me I was being arrested for thinking of being impaired and everything. And that's when they handcuffed me and put me in their vehicle. Gosh, I can't imagine the thoughts that must have been going through your mind at that point. Yeah, I was very upset. Yeah. Before they put you in the cruiser, they when they arrested you, they handcuffed you. That's correct. Was that your first time ever being handcuffed? Yeah, I was scared and I was... So I was going to jail when I had that handcuff on me. What does that feel like having those handcuffs on? Very scared when that hit. It hurt too. So Chris, you're in the handcuffs and it was at that point that you told the officers you were on the autism spectrum. That's correct. It's at uh, 
You may have the medical condition, but we're not doctors. So they put you in the cruiser then? And they took me to the jail air, like, center or police department. They left my, they had my car get towed at that time too, so I couldn't get the car. No one else could drive my car for some reason. So they made me pay a fee, mm-hmm. pay a fee just to get it out, which they couldn't have a family member or whatever take it out. What happened once you were at the police department? Well, I was in that um, area where there's jail cells and that. My wife, they made her do the breathalyzer test. You were able to get a hold of her. She comes and demands that you do a breathalyzer. That's correct. Because she knows that you hadn't been drinking alcohol. Yeah. So you do that? That's correct. I did the test and then it came back 0.00. So nothing was in my system. Wow. It all hinged on the sobriety test. So because of the fact that you didn't pass the sobriety test, it didn't matter that you blew a 0.0 on the breathalyzer. They were going to continue to detain you at that point. That's correct. Okay. So then at that point, you had to pay pay a bond to get out. That's correct. Of 150. And who picked you up to do that? My my wife showed up, and, mm-hmm. and my my sister was that drove me over there to the tow area where my car was towed. And, yeah, and I was going to pay the tow thing, but then they told me I need a piece of paper from the police department. So I had to go all the way, go yeah. back, get a piece of paper just to say that we you can get your car, and we had to pay this bond for the car to get back. And then once I did that, I got my car back. Two hundred fifty dollars to get your par- wow. Yeah. You're smiling about it, but that must have been really frustrating. Definitely. I mean, that's a lot of money a for, lot of money. yeah, on Easter weekend to boot. So you were without your car, the inconvenience of all that, the fear. The fear is in my job. So Monday after the Easter holiday, then instead of going to work, you have to sort all this out. That's, Can you, that's correct. What all did you have to do then on that Monday? I had to go to the there my sister get. We got that piece of paper from Dublin. Then when I got that piece of paper, I went to that tow area where my car got towed, South End. Mm-hmm. And there was a trailer at this tow truck place. I had to go inside the office, show them the paperwork. They gave me my keys back. And I was able to, once I was paid, I was able to take drive my car away. 250 for the bond wow. to get the car. So 150 for the bond, so 250 for the car. You. And you're worried about... I call my work for the personal matter also. Yeah. That was good advice from your mom to just leave it at that it was a personal matter rather than try to explain all that, huh? So while you were at jail, they took a urine sample and it took four months before the results came back? That's correct. So what did you have to do in the meantime? Kept meeting the prosecutor every month. You'd have have to have a monthly check-in? Yeah, like every, yeah mm-hmm. with the prosecutor at, in Dublin to keep checking in for this and, like repeatedly. And then right when that fourth month was coming up, that's when they got the results back and they dropped all the char- – they dropped it all and gave me my bond back. They restored your bond to you. They paid you that back and drop, dropped the charges at that point. Yes. Wow. Your, your mom suggested you ask about also recuperating all the other costs associated with all of this and – what? How did the magistrate magistrate respond to that? He said you should be happy. The charges were dropped, and get on your merry, get on your way. Or... But out of this situation, then led to a good thing. This was very instrumental in getting the attention of legislators and getting that commitment to pass the communication disability law. I remember telling him, 
If you're ever stopped by the police, you don't need to fear them. They're there to help you. And when this mm. happened, it was a real blow because I had no idea that law enforcement was not educated more on individuals with autism. You know, a yeah. simple thing of not eye contact. I mean, everybody knows somebody on the spectrum, right. you know, so you, you know, it really floored me. Mm -hmm. But then I realized it wasn't right. that way. And the second thing was I didn't realize that they were training an officer that they would not automatically do a breathalyzer, that they would make him do a sobriety. And at that point, I didn't realize, I'm thinking about it, their motor skills and sequencing, they all have trouble with that. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the ability to drive. Because at 16, when he got his temps, I took him to Ohio State driving evaluation. Mm -hmm. And they put them through a series of OT and PT simulated things to make sure those things that are important to driving, there's no deficits. Mm -hmm. And then there is a driving instructor who is specialized in disabilities that takes them out on the road and comes back and tells you honestly mm -hmm. whether they should drive or not. And a wonderful resource. Yeah. And they told me Chris is very capable. And he said that I would take it slow that you try to hit every scenario. And like I've always told people, I think it was two, two and a half years. And then we finally got the parallel parking and I was felt good mm -hmm. about it. And he passed. And I wish I could have done that with my other two typical kids because <laughs> they could have used it as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just, but he's a very responsible young man. And I find I've taught individuals with autism for a long time. They follow the rules and the laws. Mm -hmm. They follow them. It was just heartbreaking to see what he went through and how traumatic it was and that agonizing. You understand that people on the spectrum, they worry about things constantly. Their minds are always going. So for four months, mm -hmm. how many days would that be? That's like, I, I can't figure in my head right now, but I knew that he, it was on his mind and he just couldn't let it go right. until those results came back. And then there was still the fear of being stopped and having to deal with this again. Mm -hmm. And he avoided the area that he got arrested for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I saw the video, the police cam, I sobbed. Um, I had no idea that we were that behind um, on legislation for mm -hmm. disabilities and those individuals trying to be as independent as possible right. and driving and making a living. And at that time, I got a hold of um, the news team mm -hmm. to come out and uh, do a news uh, program on Chris's incident. And then started writing Governor Kasich and all the legislators and got a hold of the attorney general and, um, continued to contact them for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I remember that it was a happy day when Mr. Miller called me and actually it was his assistant that called me and said that, um, they were putting together a law and they would like us to participate. And if I would um, 
testify? And I said, absolutely. And so I said, I would be happy to do anything to help for this cause. You know, let me know when the uh, testimony is needed for the House of Representatives and the Senate. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll be there. It was a really happy day when that came through. And we just need to get the word out to everybody right. because um, I don't think you realize people with uh, communication disability, how important it is for our law enforcement to be knowledgeable. Right. Um, knowledge is power. And so they will be better equipped to handle um, the situation of an individual with a communication disability when they're stopped and have a better understanding. And it's a win-win for both sides. And then they can um, better evaluate and handle the situation. And if there is oddities or different uh, behaviors that are unusual to the officer, they will understand why, Mm -hmm. because it has been documented by a doctor. Right. Because that was always in my testimony, and I always had it on the news that they show that Chris in handcuffs in the back seat of the car, telling him he was on the autism spectrum. And I'll never forget the exact words the officer said. You may have that medical condition, but we are not doctors. And in my testimony, I said that and said they are not doctors. And so this law will provide documentation signed by a doctor where there's not any question to having a communication disability. And it's a win-win for the individual with a communication disability and the officer in any encounter that happens. And I can't imagine somebody with a communication disability not wanting to be in the LEADS program that's only seen by law enforcement to protect themselves when they are stopped or when there is an incident, that you're always going to be nervous. Chris was extremely nervous, Mm -hmm. and it just allows you to have a better protection and understanding by the officer that there's a red flag that shows that you have a disability, a communication disability. And it does not specify what kind of disability. No, it doesn't specify. Um, Chris just chose to let them know, and really, we have never, ever felt that it was an issue to tell people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many young individuals and young, uh, there's so many people who have, are on the spectrum that are very high functioning and leading normal <laughs> lives like Chris right. and having full-time jobs. And you just want them to not lose that independence. I tell you, when Chris, that happened, he was almost fearful of driving again. And I'm like, you cannot allow this incident to take that independence mm-hmm. away from you, dear. Mm-hmm. That's an independence that is invaluable. It was a happy day when mm-hmm. the Senate finally signed off on it and it became law. And it was a very important day when we were invited to the signage with mm-hmm. then Governor Kasich. Mm-hmm. And um, he was very gracious and very, the first words out of his mouth were, Where's the young man who was wrongfully arrested? And he's way back mm-hmm. in the corner because he's shy mm-hmm. when, when it's anything like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not. And I'm like, I'm his mother. You know, you've heard <laughs> from, from me many mm-hmm. times. He's like, yes, I have. And he pulled, I pulled Chris up and, you know, he spoke to him for a long time. And 
my daughter was there and said, well, you know, when my mom believes in something, she fights for it. You and certainly I, did. And I remember Governor Casey said, yeah, I like your mom. <laughs> She's got spunk. <laughs> then he asked me to work with his colleagues, and I said, no, I work with individuals with disabilities, not politicians. <laughs> <laughs> it was a happy day. Yeah. So... Was we, that speaking of the fact that you work within the field? Mm-hmm. You know, you you're the mother of a son, and you've been his champion, and you work with others with disabilities. Did all of that play into your passion for this? Oh yeah, I have a passion. My students have always known I love them and I care for them, and I would fight for any one mm-hmm. of them. And that's why I hear from them after they graduate. And I have many that have home lives that maybe are not the best and they come to our home for dinner Mm. and they come to our home for holidays and they will have gifts. Mm. And I've always been a fighter of individuals with Mm -hmm. disability. They deserve to lead normal lives and have to be as independent as possible and to be treated with respect and and understanding and to be able to... um, hold a job or even a, have a job that they get um, assistance at mm-hmm. is my individual, my individual students that I work with now. I work with adults <laughs> 18 to 22 through mm-hmm. Dublin city schools. And once I, once they learn a job or weren't learn a work task, they're amazing. They are absolutely amazing. Committed. Yeah. yeah. And, and most of my students, the big, problem is communication. Mm -hmm. It really is. Mm -hmm. Like being able to convey things to their supervisors and everything. But the work itself, once they learn it, they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of them. And I've, they're near and dear in my heart. Mm -hmm. And this whole law is not just for my son. Mm -hmm. No, we made it better. This law makes it better for everyone with a communication disability. And I feel about every disability is communication disability because it's either verbal or nonverbal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And we just need to get the word out so that we get more that sign up. Absolutely. What does it mean to you to have something so good come out of a really hard situation? Like what happened to Chris? It is amazing. I want to tell and reiterate to people that Everyone can make a difference. If there's something mm-hmm. that happens in your life or with uh, your child and to fight for change. Mm-hmm. And it felt amazing when that law finally was passed right. for not only Chris, but everyone with a communication disability. And it made me very proud to see Chris grow and be acknowledged for what happened and that we're using that tool, that police camp is invaluable for training for the Mm -hmm. officers, invaluable. Mm -hmm. And that we're able to turn something negative that happened in his life that was so traumatic into something positive. Mm -hmm. And that's the best. I mean, the very best when you can make it positive for everyone with a communication disability. You can find a video and more information about the communication disability law at ood.org.
Ohio spelled out dot gov forward slash communication disability law. And that's all one word. The site is also where you can find the verification form that someone with a communication disability would take to a physician, psychiatrist, or psychologist to validate. The process to register is outlined in the video and on the website. Help us spread the word by sharing with someone you know, whether it's a driver or a passenger with a communication disability. A transcript of today's episode is available at ood.ohio.gov forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review. We're on social media at Ohio OOD. Do you have a disability? Do you want a job? We can help. OODWorks.com. <laughs>